Hey, revolutionaries, and welcome to another episode of the Reparenting Revolution podcast. My name is Sammy Sadicario, and I am your host and leader. This podcast is all about the healing of the collective through the healing of the individual. This is for the creative dreamer, the change maker, the light worker, the neurodivergent, the awakened, the wild, and the hungry, the liberators, the dreamers, and the renaissance bringers. My intention for this podcast is to bring you actionable tools, tips, and methodologies for creating internal micro-revolutions and identity shifts in order to create the massive revolutionary shift we need in this world on a macro level. This revolution I am campaigning is one of mental health. It is about doing the real work to face our traumas, get out of victim mentality, and into self-responsibility and heal the wounded inner child within all of us. It is creating revolutions within ourselves to become the light we wish to see. This is the Reparenting Revolution. Hey, revolutionaries, and welcome to this week's episode of the Reparenting Revolution podcast. My name is Sammy Sadicario, and I am your host. On this week's episode, I discuss why I am distancing myself from the identity of coach, where my mission as a coach first started, and what avenues and movements can open up for you when you allow yourself to get uncomfortable. I just want to take a second to say thank you all so much for listening. Thank you. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you for taking something from my thoughts and the collective wisdom that I've gathered over the past few years. And thank you for telling me that this is supportive for you. I've had several people reach out to me and tell me how great this podcast has been for them in in starting conversations with their partners, in opening themselves up to themselves in recognizing where their fear is holding them back. Y'all, that's so cool. Just a few months ago, I was saying, why would I start a podcast? No one will listen to me. And here we are. And here you are. So thank you so much, friends. I would really, really love it if you would take a minute to give me some feedback. I really value your feedback, truly. If there's a style that you like or certain hosts you want to hear from, a topic you want to hear more of or less of, please let me know and I will do my best to make that happen. Some of you know already that my goal here on this podcast, my dream interviewee is Dr. Nicola Pera, the holistic psychologist. I've completely grown alongside her work and it would be an honor to have her on here and to talk about her revolution. So that is one of my goals, among many others, including bringing on amazing coaches and health and wellness revolutionaries that I'm seeing and meeting and networking with in this coaching space, and to bring their revolutions to you so that you can continue to learn and grow and heal with the most innovative thoughts and change makers that I've met on my journey. So if you have any feedback or you'd like to offer that to me, you can drop that in my DMs at Sammy Says Dance, or you can leave me a review. Reviews really do help the algorithm grow and this podcast to reach more 
audiences. So reparenting. I've been on a reparenting journey myself. Many of you know this because I talk about it a lot on this podcast. And I know little Sammy loves being outside. She loves fresh air. She loves collaboration. She loves movement and play. She loves dancing. Reparenting means healing the little me inside and giving her the love and the attention that she felt she didn't get. And it is with the intention of flying free so that I can fly free so that you can fly free. And reparenting also means self-responsibility. And with self-responsibility comes creating change, even when it's scary, especially when it's scary. It means taking small actions so that next year on this date looks different from today on this date. I've been noticing where I've been resisting self-responsibility and resisting change and continuing in the same direction because it's what's comfortable. And it's because it's fulfilling the identity that I think that I am. And I'm curious if you were to take a moment and ask yourself what answers you would find. Where are you staying stuck? Where are you resisting change? Where are you making excuses for not changing, negation acknowledged, out of fear? That's been my journey this week. I've been paying attention to my words, and paying attention to my words is everything, as we learned on last week's episode. And paying attention to the identities that we utilize to describe ourselves. I've been sitting on the identity of coach. I've been working with that identity for about two years now. And for the past eight months, it just hasn't really sat with me well. People ask me what I do, and I'm like, oh, life coach is the best way to describe it, but I really don't like that title. I was practicing the word identity coach as well, and it still just doesn't fit quite right. And yet I've been proceeding in the same direction of coach because I'm good at it, because my clients get results, and because I've enjoyed it. But does it accurately describe what I do? Does it accurately describe who I am? No. It might have at one point, but even the term coach is, it's a muddled word. Like, what does coach even mean? When I think coach, I think a sports coach or a fitness coach, right? I think of somebody who's like your cheerleader or somebody who's yelling in your face to do better or use that technique or whatever it may be, even a, a vocal coach. But a life coach, what, is, what does that really mean? What does this identity of coach mean? One of the identities that comes up is coach from New Girl, right? So that 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 identity that's been programmed of what a coach is, um, a basketball coach, somebody who's always getting in line, uh, do your sprints, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. I'm not in sports. Can you tell? And so what is the purpose of that title? What do you think of when you think of coach? I really want to know. Please, if you're listening, I'll put into Spotify has a poll. Um, answer the poll in the Spotify. Uh, what does the word coach mean to you? And if you're not on Spotify, please send me a message on Instagram. What does the word coach mean to you? What does that identity mean to you? Because we're all seeing all of these coaches spring up all over all over social media. Right now, we have 
business coaches, spiritual coaches, energy coaches, content coaches, copy coaches, 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 coaches. But what does that mean? What do they even do? So what comes up for you? What identity are you perceiving when you see the word coach? Because right now it also just might mean to you somebody who's trying to sell something to you, someone who's trying to sell a life change to you. That might be some an identity that you're seeing with that, with coach. That's a story I was telling, a story that I was seeing. And that's one reason why I needed to really take a look at that, of that title, of that identity. When I started coaching, I started as a nutrition coach. And I was doing this with a very strong mission. This was before quarantine and lockdowns began. And I think y'all know at this point that part of my mission is because I was severely abused by the medical system as a child. And, you know, my parents did their best. And I even believe that the doctors did their best. I just think that it is, you know, the, the medical industrial complex is abusive by nature. It's narcissistic by nature. And it is sick care, not health care. We know this. It is sick care in this country, not health care. We only make money when people are sick. Not we, they, the medical industrial complex. The pharmaceutical companies only make money when people are sick. And we all know what's happening now in order to make money off of healthy people. I'm not going to quite get into that today because I really want to make sure that we're looking at this as a, a long-term issue, not just this one blip of time that we're currently seeing. So before quarantine and lockdowns began, I wanted to become a nutrition coach because I was able to re get off my medication and I was able to build a healthy lifestyle by taking really basic, tiny actions toward my health and taking 10 minutes a day to focus on my health and on my morning routine and on my evening routine and on my sleep. So I was on a mission to guide more people towards deep health and off medication and out of the medical industrial complex's tight grasp. You see, there's nothing wrong, nothing inherently wrong with being on medication. There's nothing inherently wrong with being sick. Obviously, it's silly to say that there is because if you're sick, get help. If you need help, get it. But there is something inherently wrong with being on medication for the rest of your life. And it's not you that's wrong, it's our system that's wrong. There is something inherently wrong with not getting the help that we need. Negation acknowledged with being gaslit by our doctors and not learning how nutrition and lifestyle play a role in our immune systems and in our gut health and not learning, and I'm really, negation's acknowledged all around, not learning how hand sanitizer and um, antibiotics play a role in our immune systems. And there is something inherently wrong with the fact that we are still not talking about health in this country on a mass scale. Even now, even now in the middle of a health crisis, and I saw this coming a year ago, I saw it a year ago and I said, we're not talking about health. This doesn't make sense. What's happening? There is something inherently wrong with how many depressed and anxious and obese and sick people we have in this country right now. And we're still not talking about health. There is something inherently wrong with a quick fix pill. I wanted so badly to coach people through and out of that and towards just loving themselves more. That's really, really where it all came from. I love you and I just want you to love you. And I know that when we're 
feeding our addictions, when we're um, standing in the closet and eating the whole box of Oreos and shame eating, that we're moving away from self-love. And I know that when we go on diets, we're moving away from self-love. And when we punish ourselves with exercise, that's moving away from self-love. So I wanted to guide people towards loving themselves. Unfortunately, regurgitating science and working with people on weight loss was not my idea of fun because I, as an empath, take on so much of other people's energies. I also take on when clients don't see results that they want to see. I was taking it really hard. So I switched out of talking about nutrition with my clients, even though it's something I'm passionate about. And this is where I'm recognizing what my strengths are now. I've had so much fun writing content and copy about my business than I've had in the physical coaching aspect of it and teaching people through it. And it's taken a lot of introspection to recognize that because I thought, well, this is how people coach. So if I decide not to coach, then I'm a failure. And I have to coach the way that other people coach, which is one-on-one and in this way or in a group and in that way. And I have to do a launch. And these are the ways to coach. And if I decide to go another path, then all of this was for nothing and I'm just giving up. Well, I call bullshit, y'all. That's untrue. And it's limiting. I'm a creative and I can pave a path only meant for me as soon as I stop living by those old identities keeping me stuck. And honestly, obviously, the identity of coach has been keeping me stuck. So I'm dropping it. I am dropping the identity of coach. I am breaking it and I am I am setting it on fire. I no longer want to function through the lens of coach trying to find more people to coach. It's not the part of this revolution that I want to lean on and it's not the part that I enjoy. And I know that I can reach even more people if I let the identity of coach go. I love to write. And I've discovered that through coaching because the modality that I've been using with people for the past year and a half has been guiding them to write. And by writing my traumas myself and by keeping a journal and having that be part of my my nutrition process, my accountability process, for a while I was teaching all of my clients to bullet journal and it's been a huge part of my life. And so the way that I was coaching was through writing. And obviously in building my business, in writing my content, writing my copy, that's all writing. I enjoy writing. I am a writer. And I am a stenographer for many of my clients, a guide to their own stories and words. And I love talking about and teaching about words. Absolutely. And I will continue to do that. But I am taking and I am taking my coach hat off. And I am putting on my writer's hat. I'm going to keep this simple for you. Once again, the way that I was coaching, and still am, I still am finishing up with a few clients. The way that I was coaching was with writing. I get my clients writing. I get you writing. I get you writing your stories. I guide you to write your stories. I guide those stories out of you onto the paper. And recently, I have been toying with the identity of a story Sherpa. I guide you to write and process your stories. Simple, right? So now I'm adding another layer to that because I also love solving business problems. I love finding business solutions. I love sales psychology 
And I nerd out about how the masses are influenced and brainwashed. That's why I talk so much about programming, because I'm seeing it on this mass marketing media level, and I've been seeing it for a while. And then I went down the rabbit holes of exploring where it came from and Edward Bernays. And I nerd out about how the masses are influenced. And I nerd out on sales. I have everything I read, I'm like, well, they're trying to sell me on something. Oh, they're trying to tell me sell me on something. But rather than stop there, I dig into it. And I recognize how they're doing it and why they're doing it, what they're really aiming for. And is it working? And I'd like to use that power for good, for health, and for justice, for what we're seeing today. And I love working with revolutionaries like yourself who are ready to turn their stories into their business turn their mess into their message. This was my plan for Rise. And it turns out that with Rise, I was really launching my own evolution, my own identity shift evolution. I gave myself this December 8th date, which makes a lot of sense. That is my half birthday. So it resonates with an identity shift. My birthday this year was a huge identity shift. And I thought that I was launching a program to guide a group of people through a collaborative evolution. But it turns out I was launching my own evolution. Out of coach and into writer. Copywriter, to be specific. Right now I'm sitting with becoming a copywriter for wellness businesses. Spiritual coaches, nutrition coaches, mindset coaches, climbing coaches, supplement businesses therapists who are ready to step into the coaching space in order to do things the way that they know that they're meant to, they all have a story that needs to be heard, a story that will change the lives of their future clients, a story that will heal the collective one individual at a time. I am their Sherpa of those stories. So with the coaching practice that I had been utilizing and the four-step process that I had been utilizing, I am now opening myself up to my next identity of copywriter and story Sherpa, where I guide health revolutionaries to write and embrace their stories so they can share and market their businesses with effective and empathetic copy and content. I'm still developing some clarity around what this will look like moving forward, and I'm incredibly excited for it. And I'm telling you all of this today to, one, reaffirm my mission here with this podcast, healing the collective through the healing of the individual, and this being a campaign of mental and physical health, and to bring you the best people I can to talk about that and to continue to provide my expertise and my experience in health and wellness and in healing my pain and my issues, really, and healing myself. Right now, it looks like I will have two offers. And that's of today when this episode comes out, December 3rd. So one offer is the Story Sherpa, where I work with you to pull out your own stories and come up with a strategy for utilizing them in your content, copy, email list, and message. The second would be a done-for-you program where I still guide you to write and process your stories And I will write the content and copy for you. At first, it will be one section, one um, project, and we can look at what it might look like long-term from there. I recognize that there was a gap in this in our industry. And 
I know that I can change lives with my writing. I can change lives with my voice. So this gift that I have, I get to now provide to others in order to grow their movements and their revolutions and give the world the expertise that the world needs. Give the world the expertise of these revolutions and the change that can come from marketing, really, these revolutions well. So if either of those options interest you, either my Story Sherpa or my Done For You offer, and you'd like to learn how you can turn your mess into your message with me and process that mess in the meantime, please reach out. Send me a DM or drop into my calendar link here. I already have several people who've expressed interest and I imagine I will only be able to take on three to five clients in this at a time. Now, if that is not for you, that is totally okay. I still have questions for you, a few journal prompts that you can take with you. One question I have is, what stories are you still holding on to that are keeping you from showing up authentically? Maybe that's in your work. Maybe that's in your social content. Maybe that's in your family and your partnership. I know that I asked this question to a friend this past week and it made her realize that it was keeping her from really embracing her relationship, that she was so stuck in going against the relationship that she really wanted to just embrace it. So that's question one. And all these questions will be in the show notes. Question two, what identity could you still be holding on to that's keeping you from taking your next evolution? What identity could you still be holding on to that's keeping you from taking your next evolution? Maybe it's teacher. Maybe it's maybe it's nurse. Oh, I've been a nurse and that's what's and because I'm still identifying a nurse, this is what a nurse does or this is what a teacher does. I must follow the actions and path of the nurse or the teacher. When really you might open yourself up to teaching in another way. Maybe you want to write a book. Maybe you're ready to write a book and you want to utilize the story Sherpa. It's so much fun to say story Sherpa. Um, you want to utilize this method to get your stories out so that you can turn it into that book. Maybe that's what it is. And question number three, what are the consequences of you staying comfortable? Let me explain this question. By staying uncomfortable, whose life is staying the same or getting worse? Who in your audience, who is waiting for you to show up and because you're staying comfortable is unable to take the next step in their life? because they're waiting for your message and your revolution. Your future clients are waiting for you to show up for yourself, revolutionary. It is time to rise. Thank you all so much for listening. I am so incredibly excited about this direction that I am headed in, and I hope that you gain some inspiration in how you can make shifts in your life to welcome in the 2022 that you deserve and the life that you deserve, and the health that you deserve. Like I said earlier, this will also help me to bring you more amazing guests who are revolutionizing health mindset business in order to heal the collective. Until next time, revolutionaries. Revolutionaries.